This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Amen. Right now I'm going to introduce Heather Smith. Heather Smith uh, has serves in a variety of capacities in our prayer ministry. She teaches our uh, healing prayer class on Wednesday nights. And uh, Heather, we're really glad that you're going to come and speak to us this morning. Would you give her a warm welcome as she comes up? This Ephesians scripture that was read, the second one that Tyler wrote, uh, read, is um, Paul. And he's, he's speaking from prison to those around. He writes this letter um, from prison to remind those outside what they have been given. given by the Lord, by his Holy Spirit, and encourage, encourages the believers to advance in the calling with faith and love and wisdom and revelation for the Father's glory. He reminds us through this scripture that we all have a calling, each one of us, and encourage us to use our calling for the glory of God and to live in unity. So saying that, would you pray with me, please? Thank you, Lord, for the understanding that we, each one of us, have a calling. Pray for your Holy Spirit to move through this congregation in a very powerful way that what I say and what I speak would be your words and that what we hear as a body of Christ would be used to advance your kingdom here in Community Covenant and throughout the world. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We are reminded that as believers... We are all called and gifted as we, we had the gifts of marbles here at our little demonstration. We all look different. We all speak different. We all dress different. But each one of us is called by the Holy Spirit to do the work in the body of Christ. And the body of Christ, yes, is here in Community Covenant but it's also in the state of Alaska and throughout the world. 
This is the body of Christ universal that I'm speaking about, not just our church. We are reminded that we need to be willing to be used. We can reflect on our blessings, but we also need to reflect on our responsibilities. I want to review for a few moments. For those of you who have been coming for the last several weeks, you have heard Pastor Todd speaking about Noah, about the book of Noah, and about the person of Noah. And I'm going to do just a little retracing of some of that for those of you who may not have been here. Noah was called by God to give a message to the people of Nineveh. It was a hard message. Jonah was the messenger, and he was called to give the message. You remember this story. But he didn't particularly like the people in Nineveh. In fact, he considered them his enemies. And he tried to ditch the assignment. Well, have you ever had an assignment you didn't really want? And said, no, Lord, I can't do that. Well, Noah tried to ditch the assignment, but remember what happened is the Lord got hold of him, and he was in the belly of the whale for three days. And that sort of changed his direction, and he was obedient and went to I'm sure none of us have been in the belly of the whale for three days, but sometimes we do have a similar experience when we are not following God's direction. It was a hard message. I don't think Jonah understood it. He didn't feel these people were deserving, but he went and he gave the message. The village, the city of Nineveh heard the message. The Ninevites turned from their wicked ways. So up on the screen, I think we have this part of the Jonah. Aha, we do. Read it with, uh, I'll read it, but you look. This is uh, Jonah. He began by going on a day's journey into the city, proclaiming 40 more days, and Nineveh will be overturned. The Ninevites believed God. The fast was proclaimed, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne took off his royal robe, covered himself with sackcloth, sat down in the dust. And this this is the proclamation that he issued. This is the king issuing it. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let the people or animals or herds or flocks taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink. Well, I think that's called a fast, isn't it? But he let the 
But let the people and animals be covered in sackcloth. Let everything, everyone he called urgently by God, let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? God may yet relent with compassion and turn from his fierce anger so that we will not be perish. And when God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and he did not bring on them the destruction that he had promised. Praise God. Thank you for your word, Lord. This is an example of prayer and fasting, turning from the wicked ways, and God relented and did not bring the destruction that he had intended. Now, Jonah delivered that message. He didn't like these people, and he didn't understand what God was doing here. But God had a plan. And when the people prayed, things happened. I have a stapler in that, and I'm going to take it out. Jonah preached. He gave the word. He spoke the word. And the Ninevites heard. I think you'll find through scripture that we have to go and speak. How will they know unless we go and we speak? We don't know what would have happened had Jonah not been obedient. But God's purpose was fulfilled because of Jonah's finally obedience. The folks fasted and prayed. prayed made, prayer made a difference. They fell on their knees and asked God to intercede. And he delivered the village or the village. I'm village-oriented, so excuse me. The city of Nineveh. Folks, I got to tell you, if you don't know it already, that prayer makes a difference. What we just did for our sister made a difference in the kingdom of God. We don't know the results, but we know we are called to do certain things, and we must be obedient to do it. Each one of us, old, I point to myself, but I'm sure there's somebody else old in here, old and young, male and female, we all have a call. Jonah didn't understand what God was saying. Actually, if you go on uh, and read more, I think Pastor Todd's probably going to continue this when he comes back. Actually, he was a bit jealous, angry that he was called to talk to these people and that God actually did something in their lives when they weren't deserving. That's our God. When we confess and repent, God intervenes.
Jonah was not related to these people. Actually, they were far different. They were his persecutors. They weren't his neighbors. They weren't his family. He was confused. Maybe even a bit jealous. But he had a call from the Lord to go. At first, well, he wasn't obedient. But then God got his attention. And God showed the people of Nineveh mercy. God's plans are perfect. They're not always ours. But they're his. I want to leave Jonah for a few minutes and go to a place where I think God has been speaking to me and I hope to you that we are not in this alone. We cannot live independently. We can try, but it really doesn't work. We are called to live in unity and we are called to live in community. Community, whoops, sorry. Community covenant is just community covenant right here. But you know, we have churches across the state and into the world. And we have a community much wider than we usually think of. I want to reflect on a scripture in uh, Luke. We'll read it in a minute. There were experts of the law that was, were asking Jesus questions. I learned these scriptures in kindergarten, Sunday school, maybe you have too. But the experts of the law were saying, what can we do to inherit this eternal life that you're talking about? And the Lord put the question back to them. What does the law, this was the Old Testament law, what does the law say? And the scholars said this. It's on the board, on the screen. I'm not used to preaching with a screen, so I have to retrain my thoughts. Anyway, he answered, this is the scholars, love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Well, the scholar came back. When Jesus said, yes, you have answered correctly, do this and you will live. But the scholar came back and said, who is my neighbor? I ask you. Now we're not going back to Jonah. Who is your neighbor? Who is our neighbor?
Jesus goes on to tell the scholars in answering the question, I won't read all the scripture, but he goes down on to talk about the Good Samaritan. You remember the story about the uh, person that was lying by the side of the road, bleeding and beaten up, wounded, and a priest passed by and crossed to the other side of the street, ignoring the wounded. A Levite came and crossed by, ignoring the man in the road. Now, we don't know why they passed by. Scripture doesn't say. Maybe they were too busy. Maybe they had another appointment. But it was the Good Samaritan that came, cared for the wounded man, bandaged him, fed him, gave him a cup of cold water, and took care of his needs. And then Jesus asked, I'll say the, I was going to say lawyers, but the, the rich rich ones who asked the question. So, who is the one that is the neighbor? And Jesus, they answered, the one who showed mercy. And then they ask again, who is my neighbor? And Jesus says, the one who shows mercy and tells them to go and do likewise. I believe that's a call for all of us to show mercy and compassion, just as that first scripture was read. And then I flipped over the book a little bit, uh, this book, The Word of God. Just the next uh, chapter was Luke 11, and it brings us back to Jonah. I don't. This was in prayer, but we got to Jonah, and it reminded us, Jonah 11. Hmm. Okay, yep, Jonah 10. Reminds us, for as Jonah was assigned to the Ninevites, so also will the Son of Man be to this generation. Wow. The men, and I don't need to go on there, I just wanted that connection with um, Jonah and the Ninevites, and they were rescued, and then the Son of Man to this generation. Um, the question is, who is our neighbor, and who are we to give a cup of cold water to? We have been blessed here at Community Covenant. Some of you have been here for a long time. I'm pretty much of a newbie. But I see the blessing that God has poured down upon us. But what is our responsibility? We are to be humble, gentle, patient, bearing with one another in love, 
and willing to step out to our neighbors. Could that be next door? Yes. Could it be in your workplace? Yes. Could it be in your families? Yes. In the state, in the mission field, in some of our villages and across the world. We are called to live a life worthy of our calling. And remember that we are all called, each one of us. Prayer makes a difference. And God's plans are perfect. I have it just for your information question. Maybe some of you know this. But did you know that here at Community Covenant in the next few months, we have an opportunity to serve God by caring for our brothers and sisters across the state? Some of us would look at it as a duty. But I see it as an opportunity to share God's love in a very powerful way. We are the ones who have the um, blessing of hosting our, our covenant um, annual meeting. We're brothers and sisters from different churches across our state are coming and using our facilities, doing the business of the church. We can do much more than just the business of the church. We can feed and we can house and we can give them a cup of cold water and the love of Christ as well. These folks coming are our neighbors. When we go into their territory and into their villages, we are their neighbors. We may look a different. We may dress differently. We may sound differently. We may speak differently. But we worship the same God. And we are all praying for the kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven. You know, scripture says that one day we will all be around the throne. The throne of Jesus, all of us, black and white, male and female, and we will be worshiping the king. I encourage you to let's start that today. Would you be willing, I have no way for you to respond, but would you be willing to pray about joining a group of people to welcome these people from the state in the love of Jesus? Yes, we'll probably ask you to provide homes and food and all that. But deeper, will you be willing to pray for them? Will you be willing to 
speak to them in love? Will you be willing to uh, give them a cup of cold water if they need it? And we all need it. I fervently believe that we are to be united in prayer for the body of Christ, far bigger than community covenant. We need to listen to the Lord, love one another, give mercy and gentleness and unity. I truly believe God's plans are perfect. Maybe not exactly like our plans, but as we join in the body of Christ, show mercy to those that come. Feed the cold, feed the hungry, feed the wounded. It sounds like um, hope, healing, and wholeness to me. I think that's what we said we're all about. Can we do this? I feel like Bob, Bob the Builder. Can we do this? Yes, we can. But we need to do it in unity, loving one another and caring for one another, just as Jesus says, go and do. I ask you, as the worship team comes forward, and worship team, that's your cue, I think. I'm a, new, I'm a newbie here. Thank you. As the worship team comes forward, let us ask ourselves, who is my neighbor? Who can I reach out to give a cup of cold water? Who can I show mercy to? Loving one another in patience and unity. God can make a difference in our lives, in the life of this church. Will you be willing to join us in covering this entire event, actually everything we do in prayer. God's raising up people with fervent passion to pray all around us, and you're invited. And just know that he can and will make a difference. <laughs>